Awesome, guys. How are we going? Uh, welcome to the Freshly Awoken podcast number 10. Uh, and 10. what are we calling? We're calling this one uh, Morals and Ethics. Sorry, we've got, we've got different names for it all over the place. Morality, <laughs> ethics and morals. <laughs> You know, yeah. like, yeah, it's confusing. <laughs> but um, yeah, welcome everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Um, so we're going to go around quickly and do a brief intro of who we've got here. We've got obviously a re repeat uh, a repeat offender and uh, a newbie. So uh, let's start with a repeat offender. We've got Mr. Evets. Do you want to intro yourself, mate? Sure. Uh, so I used to stream. I don't need, but I met Fresh while I was doing that. And he asked me if I wanted to do the podcast stuff. So that's how I got involved. And for this one in particular, I went to school specifically for ethics. So that's what I got my degree <laughs> in. So I'm excited to be able to talk about that in my new house. I just, so yeah, look at this new on. house, new house hype. That's so good. Very nice. Uh, sweet. Thank you very much. And, uh, obviously the newbie, the newcomer, yeah. uh, the big man, Slodio himself. Wait, Slodio. <laughs> I always get confused. Yeah, that you can say it's it. Tell us actually it's how to say it. Whatever. It's all the same. Slodio. Slodio. <laughs> That's what he always says. Slodio Drive. Uh, <laughs> do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, where can we find you, etc. Um, I stream oh, only from recently on Twitch, just playing a few games and stuff, only because I live out in the sticks and just got decent internet. And right. I, yeah. I um, found Fresh for, on Fortnite sniping me out of a plane and <laughs> and then come into his hat in there. Wait, there. is that how you guys met? <laughs> yeah, that's how we found him. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> really? And yeah. then, yeah, probably came in like, got you out of a plane, mate. I was probably like, man, who is this toxic 12-year-old? Yeah, like, coming yeah, in. Toxic 12-year-old <laughs> coming in, talking crap. <laughs> well, well, that's cool. And, uh, and then, yeah, you stream, you stream pretty often, right? Like a couple of times a week? Yeah, a few times a week. I, I yeah. don't know. Whenever I'm playing, I just usually set it on. Yeah. Awesome, man. Mostly yeah. shooters, right? Yeah, mostly. Anything PvP, really. Cheeky. Yeah. Awesome. All right, cool. Well, uh, yeah. And uh, obviously, we've got uh, Fresh Plays Live, who, I mean, if you've, if you've tuned in, you, you know who he is, but do you want to intro yeah. yourself do a little you bit? Maybe there's, Maybe there's newcomers. Maybe there's newcomers. Welcome, yeah, guys. I'm Fresh Plays know. Live. Well, actually, I'm the version of Fresh Plays Live who has a really messed up voice because I've been sick for like... <laughs> <laughs> Literally, we cancelled the podcast last week because I had no voice. And it's yeah, like and just coming coughing. back now. So excuse me coughing. But um, other than that, I've had a great week. How about you, work? How was you? Oh, you went away this weekend. Yeah, yeah. I went away this weekend. Um, yeah. yeah. Hello, everybody. I'm uh, Mr. Woke. And uh, you can find me at Mr. Woke TV uh, on Twitch and actually on everything. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, I stream. <laughs> everything. Um, relatively frequently i haven't recently actually because i've been like really really sick but um yeah i'll probably be starting up again this week now that i've like recovered but yeah i went down south and i literally got back like half an hour ago from like down <laughs> on a nice trip away hit some beaches hit some hit some surf but yeah it was cool yeah Nice. Yeah. Um, Fresh, do you want to take us through All right. a bit more into the topic today? Yes. Yeah, so the, I've been really excited to get into this topic, especially with the vets, because like we said, he's, he's studied this stuff, man. He knows this stuff. <laughs> talks about um, this a lot, man. <laughs> yeah, he talks about it a lot. So we, uh, you, always, I, you always dabble on the subject. Like, in other it's true. In, in other podcasts, I'm always like, oh, guys, I, I get like, yeah, <laughs> it's like a frustration. Anyway, but um, I thought we should start off with a bit of an um, ethical dilemma question where... Um, you ask, you put people in a bit of a scenario and we can all go around as the four of us and decide what, say what we do in that scenario. It doesn't necessarily talk too much to your morals, but um, it kind of does in a little way. Hypotheticals are nice to 
tease out yes. your intrinsic values, I guess. So, um, exactly. let's, go, let's go with, uh, I'm picking number three just to say, throw you off in case you're prepare, prepared for number one. <laughs> oh, all right, so I'll read this. Oh, thank you very much for that sub, whoever that is, but I'm turning that off. Sorry. Um, your family is vacationing along, alone on a private stretch of beach with no lifeguard. Your daughter and your niece, who are both seven years old, are best friends, and they're eager to get in the water. You caution them to wait until the water calms down, but they defy you and sneak in anyway. You soon hear screams of distress and find them both caught in a strong current. We call them rips in WI. I don't know what you guys call them elsewhere. You're the only swimmer strong enough to save them, but you can only save one at a time. Your niece is a very poor swimmer and likely won't make it much longer. Your daughter is a strong swimmer, but only has about 50% chance of holding on long enough for you to come back for her. Who do you save first? Essentially, you're vacationing. Niece and daughter both struggling. Going to drown. They're seven. Um, your niece um, is a weaker swimmer than your daughter. Daughter's got about 50-50 chance of holding on until you get back. Who do you save first? Woke, I'm kicking it to you. All right. So, so, so I just need to break it down in my head for one more second. So basically, you have the choice between saving your daughter. Like the, the, the challenge is, would you save your daughter over your niece? Or would you save your niece over your daughter who has a higher chance of survival if you leave her to second? Seems like that's right? the options. Yes. Um, it, it, yeah, you're right. So like, obviously this is the dilemma. The dilemma is that most people actually, when they're in that situation would probably save their daughter first because um, they like, it's like that the relationship is there. It, it's more, you care more about that person than, um, than your niece, obviously, uh, because she's your like direct offspring. And so the dilemma is that most people in that situation would save their daughter first. But then when you think about it logically and you do the math on the situation, you should probably um, save your niece, right? So where, where I stand is <laughs> I, I'm all about facts and logic. I would go for the niece first um, because that like, like when, when I have time to think about the situation, but however, I feel like if I know myself in that situation, you don't have the time to like run through those kind of odds. And you, you quite, I think you, you devolve into like your base, your basic instincts when it comes to these kind of things. And I think I would probably save my daughter, but thinking about the scenario, I like to think that I would save the niece first. Yeah. All right. Facts and logic. How about you slow? Logic. We're going to like straight to the core of it. I just go for my daughter first. Yeah. Like if maybe like, it changes. Like, I'm not a father, so like yeah, yeah exactly. I'll say more to that. Yeah, yeah. See, on on if if that's all the choice was, but there's <laughs> on this scenario, there's other variables. Like, Ooh. is there no f- floatable device nearby that you could give one while you're okay. saying? You sneak it outside the bar. You know, you know what I mean. Like, and 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 how. <laughs> And like how, if you if your daughter or whatever is a half decent swimmer, and it's like a is is it a riptide we're talking about, or is that mm. what we're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you get her to start swimming across it while you're dragging <laughs> the knees. Yeah. Like yeah. it all depends so on how like confident around. you're in. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, I, I thought about that as well when I was thinking but, about it. But saying 50-50 chance, like how do, you, how do you come up with that number? Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because right? yeah. Yeah. I was thinking like, obviously, if you're, if you're saving the daughter, if you're saving the niece, the daughter can be swimming across. And then if your daughter is like, oh my God, okay, she's really struggling now and she's literally about to drown, then you just drop the niece. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're, clo- you're close enough. <laughs> Get <Yeah>. on in. <laughs> yeah, just just um, make it over there, you're right. Yeah, no, 100%. And obviously this, yeah, um, it comes down to like, what, yeah, what I, but I, I keep coming back to like, what would you actually do in that moment? Because it's, it's all very well when you're presented with the facts and the numbers and stuff like that to be like, well, actually, you know, my daughter has like um, a 50% chance of holding on longer, you know, but in the moment, there's no, like, I, there's very few people whose mind would work like that. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Like calculate it. Like, 50%. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You would, you would d- devolve into your like base ethics, you know? Yeah. And so maybe, maybe this isn't necessarily about like what the dilemma is, but it's like, what are your, it's like, what are your base ethics in this thing? Like, and mine, mm. I think would be my daughter first. Mm. Yeah, even Yvette's? though I'm not a father, so, you know. Yeah. So, How about you, You're a father uh, to a dog. <laughs> <laughs> One editorial I want to throw in there real quick. I just want to go with the situation as it's presented because yeah. we got into yeah. a lot of those discussions <laughs> when, yeah. when yeah. I was uh, studying. And um, so based on just the information that's presented, I'd mm. say <laughs> life is the world's harshest teacher and don't help either of them. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? Wait, oh, oh, oh my goodness! Yeah, I thought yeah, he was yeah, serious. Yeah. Oh my goodness! I'm grabbing my daughter. I'm oh, grabbing like, my daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I, just up. when it comes down to it, in that situation. <laughs> oh <laughs> man! Someone, in, someone in chat just said, uh, "Pop a, just pop a, pop a squat and um, watch him. Just like cheer him on to the sidelines. You can do Come it. On. I got my pom poms." <laughs> no, um, see that was such a straight it, face. It, I can't believe it. Yeah, I know. I was like, I was like. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, oh this he this is educated. He must know. Well, like, so yeah, yeah, yeah. so for me, if if I know, like, if I have it in my head already, percent is the chance that she'll survive. If I save my niece first and then come back, fifty mm-hmm. percent is not a good enough for me to no. let let my offspring stay there. So that's yeah. that's where I come from. And I mean, you, either way, yeah. like, it's a terrible, terrible thing to say. But either way, if they're both only seven years old, you can make them seven years. Mm. <laughs> would you so would, um and that's would you agree with me when i when i was talking about like how like very well very very well when you presented with like facts and logic you know but yeah. like in that situation yeah. it's like th- this scenario is more talking about like in that moment you know that base right. they want you to think about the moment rather than think about like oh there's you know, 50 percent chance you know it's uh, it's weird i think it's weirdly worded because i like i don't know because i feel like at the base of it, it like everybody would go for their daughter and it's a question of like idealism versus reality i think. Mm. and you i know think what? sorry yeah. like idealism is fun to think about but when it comes down to it yeah you're right i think pretty much everybody's going to go for their direct bloodline rather than their uh extended family but <laughs> You know, know what's interesting is, um, so I, I'm, I call, I, I worked as a lifeguard for like a year and, um, I still renew my qualification every, um, year. So, um, when they teach you who you should save first, it is always the person who's a stronger swimmer. You go and you, you have to get them. Well, 
if you were if I was working as a lifeguard and I did it the wrong way, I could be liable because you wait, you have to get the stronger swimmer. Yeah, yeah it always it never made sense oh. to me, and I was always yeah. well, like in terms of ethically, but it was it's more of a practical thing. So this person, um, like they would, they would say like you maybe this person is like a ninety uh, percent chance of living. This person has a ten percent chance of living. If you're trying to save that ten percent and the ninety percent ends up being in trouble, then you're very much at fault. So you're meant to go for the stronger mm -hmm. one first, mm -hmm. and then like the non-swimmer. And then a person who's, if someone's unconscious, the funny thing is, so if someone's unconscious, you're meant to like literally just leave them there, take the person who's still <laughs> swimming, <laughs> which I was always like, man, I just don't know if I get out and we'll be able to, lucky I never had to, well, I've never really had to get to like a position I mean, where I was saving one person or another. That, that makes sense though, because <laughs> yeah. like if you can save someone who is conscious and fighting for their life or someone who's not conscious and may actually be alive yeah. mm. and it's also you definitely yeah. want to go for the person who yeah. like, you can tell is moving. definitely mm. and and in in that situation yeah in that situation when you're trying to judge you know like um like you you're not you don't get a, like a rundown of all the facts you know you don't get to like sit there and take their pulse and be like well okay they've still got a pulse maybe they're dead you know yeah. maybe yeah maybe they're not going to make it and yeah you definitely yeah that's a yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. And what, about like, what about you, Fresh? Have you got a different view on that uh, scenario? We didn't actually. I mean, other than other than you presented it, but <laughs> if I was working, <laughs> I guess I'd have to save my daughter first. But um, yeah, no, I think um, I actually, I, I I guess um, just knowing what I know now from the the training um, that I'd mm -hmm. probably save the strongest one first, and then and then yeah. you go back. Yeah, it's almost like and hedging it, your bets. Like logically, isn't it something to do with like the weaker swimmer? Is more danger to yourself as well. A little bit of that too. Panic and all that sort of stuff. I think I they take doing all that, that into I account. I was doing like some life-saving stuff too. It was something mm. to do with that. Yeah. Yeah. The the craziest one was just like if I saw someone unconscious, I'd probably be like, "Crap, get them out!" But then you're just like, "Leave them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're done for. Save this person." They're too far gone. Yeah. You're swimming. You're out. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Yeah. No. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. But it does. It does. I don't know. It does present that dilemma. You know that dilemma that. Mm. like uh you want you kind of want to say that you will do kind of the right thing in terms of like the numbers you know mm. like, i don't know I, I i definitely i definitely felt that that it was like i i felt like saving my niece was kind of like the right thing to do in that situation when i'm presented mm. with like the logic like that however like i just don't i don't think i would do it mm in the actual situation yeah you know and it yeah, yeah it kind of comes down to like a lot of these things and i i have this kind of like dilemma with a lot of these things where i'm like i i like i see the right answer and like in my head i like i know i like i i or not necessarily the right answer but i see kind of the answer that in my head i'm like oh i think that that actually is the right answer but what i know that i would actually do in that situation is the one that i was like thinking actually i don't mm. think that is the the right answer you know so it, all of these yeah, I know. I don't know. It's morals, man. <laughs> That's why we're here. That's why yeah. we're here. All right. Um, um, so should we move on? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we got a good answers for all those. No, what do you want to move on to, Woke? Uh, well, Fresh, I, I was actually going to put it to you just because you, you're the one that like for, I mean, <laughs> I feel like almost every podcast we've done, we've come to some sort of point where you've just been like, racking like almost pulling your hair out right <laughs> so fresh has this kind of problem where he's like if we talk about something and we can all kind of agree that like this is the right answer then why can't i go to someone and tell them to fuck off with their ideas and their <laughs> ideals because they're obviously wrong you know and so i want a lit the, 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 
Tell me if I'm wrong, Fresh. Tell me if um, I'm wrong. I guess mainly. <laughs> but I'm, I, I'm obviously putting words in your mouth a little bit. Obviously, yeah, yeah. Tell me no, off, so but, um, yeah, you're a nicer guy than me. But like, yeah, w- I wanted to throw it to you because like, what what is the problem that you're like kind of having with that? And I just wanted you to break that down for us a little bit. So I think the problem is around justifying. Well, I, I think people should have strong justifications for why they believe what they believe or why mm-hmm. they uh, have a certain moral system. And I, and I feel, and I think, and um, Yvette would probably um, correct me. I think I'm a, I'm a hardcore moral realist where I think that there are very real or um, uh, what should I, like there's, there's like, there's lots of different ways we can interpret the world, right? Like, um, essentially infinite ways we can interpret the world, but there should only be one way that we can optimally, 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 uh, like to the best of our ability, to the best situation, um, the best outcome, interpret the world. Um, and that should be our, um, what we strive for. And you can, I think you can create a lot of meaning for your life in, in striving for that. So, um, so, so just to, just to clarify. So when you, when you say the realist, you're talking about the fact that like, our morals, there's like basically you kind of believe that there's there's a right answer and there's a wrong answer. Yeah, yeah. So there's I think no, that there's you're not, and the, and the flip side of that, the other the other kind of path of thinking is rel- relativist. Relativist, yeah. Relativist, relativist. Which, which is like it's where you you think that um, morals and ethics are like influenced and they're different and they're they're a bit flexible because of different um, like societal norms, different situations, different individuals like so the that's kind of like more relative whereas like the realist you believe it's like so any question or moral dilemma that's presented there's like a right answer and like a wrong answer and it never changes no matter who's in that situation no well, um am I, getting, I think, am, am I getting mixed up i think i think you're almost there because i think i'm like a, a a soft realist maybe because so um uh, situ- you can, I think you can objectively find what's right in a situation, but the situation will change depending on the person. Is that okay, Evets? Does that make sense? Like, um, so it does. But you started out by saying be, you'd classify yourself as a hard realist. Um, yeah, no. I, I think instead of realism, I would go with objective. Uh, okay, just like as a. Jeez, as I didn't know they were different. <laughs> this is why we got you here, Evets. <laughs> uh, it's it just draws a more distinct line between like this is like objective this is hard fact as opposed to this is um relative to the situation and the people so i think that to say that you're one or the other even is honestly wrong to say mm-hmm. that you're like 100 percent one or the other but mm-hmm. i think between the two you definitely do lean the one way as opposed to the other mm-hmm. based on our conversation so ob- yeah. objective because uh, real realist mm-hmm. was what we we're going well for for fresh <laughs> Yep, I guess so. Sure. That sounds like yeah. it. Oh, well, ob- ob- objectivist. It <laughs> yeah, like um, and 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 so and let me get this <coughs> straight. So your 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 problem is kind of like with the the relativistic, like the subjective and relativistic kind of side, or like those two things, like the the extreme opposite of what you are basically in terms of, and and that's where you kind of have your dilemma because the, if you if you kind of take that stance, then you're kind of like well. Um, Yes, we've come to this conclusion in this situation, but in other situations, other people, other um, and other like set of circumstances, this is not necessarily the right answer, and um, and that's where that really bugs you because it's kind of like, like well, I mean, this is the answer, right? Yeah, yeah, mostly. I think it's actually it's kind of born out of a necessity to show that some things are very wrong. So, 
um, like um, things like gang rape or, or like mass genocide should always be objectively wrong in my opinion. And I can't think that, and, and that's what I actually wanted to ask um, are these things, can you have some things that are always wrong and some things that are, uh, or is, or are they mutually exclusive? Things have to be um, right and wrong or things have to be. Uh, I, yeah. I would say that most people are somewhere in, um, it's more mm. of like a spectrum uh, where you can be the type of person who believes that there are truths and morals and stands and laws and like this is how you should operate in life all and that's more like um kant like Immanuel kant uh german philosopher he believed like they're hard and fast mm, and yep. then on the other side there's people who i mean there's not really anybody who's a hardcore relativist um, because at least in the philosophy world, it's basically seen as a self-defeating argument Yeah. because if you're a relativist, then you have to be okay with anybody having any morals for any reasons. Yes. So yeah. by that token, I could just shoot you in the face yeah. and you can't tell me I'm wrong. Number one, because you're dead. And number two, because you can't <laughs> tell me I'm morally wrong because you're a relativist. <laughs> So, yeah. I mean, there's not really a strong argument to go just that way, mm. but there are lots of strong arguments to not just go the other way either. It's mm. it's just, it depends on how much leeway you're willing to give people. And I think that depends on how open you are to the possibility that you don't understand everything. Mm. So a lot of people are really open to that. A lot of people, they know everything and you can't mm. tell them otherwise. I would say mm. they're probably more likely to be more objective than you mm, yeah because i yeah, think fair. i think pretty much everybody here is pretty open-minded mm. so yeah. i think that yeah, we, yeah. we're able yeah, to like, come up with scenarios where like the hard and fast rule <laughs> might not actually work yeah so i mm. i think that everybody's kind of on the spectrum but that's kind of how those people divide themselves up if that makes sense mm. okay Yep. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I definitely, when I was like reading through, uh, like a little bit about like realist and relativist and objective and subjective and all that kind of stuff, I was kind of like, well, I kind of, I feel like I, I stand there, but like, I can see myself going that way sometimes. And I just, I, I was really not sure. I was like, I, like, I feel like it's very hard to like, kind of put yourself on that spectrum definitively somewhere. And, mm. um, yeah. So, which, well, and that's the thing exactly. is like, you don't, you don't stay in one place on it. Like you slide back and forth throughout the course mm. of your life as you learn new things, because yeah. then you have new variables to plug into the equations. These decisions. Yeah. So that's, that's the other fun thing is it doesn't stay the same. Mm. Yeah. I think, I think on each individual thing you're looking at, you're on a different place on that spectrum. Mm. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Through, through like through outside influences and all that, like, <coughs> like something might make you more empathetic on how someone else sees something mm. um, because of whatever experiences you've had. And, and it might be only on that one subject. Yeah. I think the same thing could be said for uh, how close it is to you. So like if you're yeah. more removed from whatever problem it is, it's easier to be more objective about it. But like you were saying with like the daughter and the niece, there are all these other variables that come into play when it's a close to home. Mm -hmm. So I think that also like, like you were saying different situations, you might be in different places. I think that's a factor in that too, but definitely I agree. Yeah. Um, fresh. So, so you mentioned like, um, uh, I don't want to, you actually, oh, 
like okay so you mentioned like go, yeah go through it so. what, what were your what were your examples there you just threw out like really quickly you were like gang rape and oh yeah uh, um, mass genocide, mass genocide, mass genocide. Like, <laughs> okay all right so, implemented so, starvation <laughs> okay so so the, those kind of things all right so how come so is there any situation where like they like any like you can come down on the other side of those issues yeah well that's a great question do you think and, so? And, uh, so obviously that person has that's actually on the other side of it that's doing these things mm. in their own head has somehow just, justified it in some way to their own morals like twisted it or through like dehumanization even or whatever like i'd I, don't well, know. I feel like yeah if we see like it's, it's it's very hard to consider because like i i like i'm obviously not a gang rapist for example <laughs> um, good to clarify uh, good really? to clarify um, oh, right. um i hope it was obvious um but um you know like it's very hard for me to <laughs> subscribe um, <laughs> um, Sorry, but um, <laughs> so so um, like it's very hard for me to like put myself in the shoes of someone, but like I can't the only so but I can only think of them having to like go outside of their morals to do something like that to be like all right I'm like I like I kind of know this is wrong and I'm okay with the fact that I'm and I've I'm not justifying it making it the right thing to do. But I'm just I'm just deciding to step outside of like my morals and ethics. The lesser you know? of two evils kind of thing. Yeah, maybe not. Well, yeah. Well, they they yeah. probably decided. Um, similar yeah, to. Necess- do you remember Sorry, we were arguing yeah. about the um the animal stuff and it was like mm, I've weighed up okay. my enjoyment. So these people are probably like, oh, I actually enjoy raping people more than I care about other people's well being. So they they willing ah, to see, bend. That's their... where relativism comes in. Yeah. Yeah, because, well, yeah, obviously, so in terms of the the food kind of thing, I definitely, and I, and I, to be honest, I still, I still am, even though um, I've started eating, I've become almost vegan, almost, almost there, um, that, uh, that I still don't really, I'm not like the animal rights guy, you know, like I'm not, I'm not doing it because I like cruelty to animals. You know, and so I'm, I'm, I'm still okay. If if that was the only argument for it, then I would still be okay eating meat because I enjoy it, even though I know that these animals are getting like tortured or whatever like that. And and, but I'm also not okay with them getting tortured. I guess that's how they justify it. It's just like I. That's not. So huh? So that's so not for... the ideal, but it's not a deal breaker. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, so like, it's, it's almost like, so like if they were a gang rapist, for example, maybe they've gone, they like, yeah, I don't know. It's weird because I don't, I don't consider myself when I, when I was eating meat, I didn't consider myself stepping outside of my like moral beliefs because Mm -hmm. even though I, even though I don't like that they're treated that way. Do you think if you were there um, watching it happen, you would feel like that as well? Uh, the torture I, yeah i hate i hate it like i really but at, at the same time i could eat meat while watching it and not be like disgusted even though i'm disgusted i like because i don't think it's the actual act that disgusts me 
I think it's the idea of who they those people are as as people to be able to do that. Yeah. So I mean, as long as I guess if you like animals get hurt. Well, I mean, if I'm okay (laughs) with killing animals, you know. So like, um, like you've got to slit its throat. You've got to kill it. You know, like that is Mm. that, and I'm okay with that. But when it comes to like unnecessary pain and torture, Mm. you know, like I'm I'm okay with hurting animals because. Like when you kill an animal, you've got to hurt it to kill it, basically, you know, like Mm. there's no way to do that pain-free, you Mm. know? So like, or like completely pain-free. So I'm okay with animals getting hurt, but it's when I see the like over-hurting of animals, it's that like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm getting bogged down in this one situation. Uh, Yeah, yeah, we we shouldn't shouldn't go too much back into the animal stuff. I think as long as you justify it, like, you know, where your lines are and you're okay with it, it's um, because there's there's probably a difference between between being a consistent moral relativist and being an inconsistent across your morals. Does that make sense? Like um, if you know something's wrong, but you're still doing it, that would mean you're inconsistent Mm -hmm. across your moral values. And then you could still have different relative um, perspectives on different things, but hold true to them. There could be two different perspectives. I would think because, because I feel, and I feel like I, in that situation, like I, I'm consistent with the way that my morals play out right yeah um yeah, because yeah, like, as long as yeah. you are i mean i i don't think so still because i think you wouldn't torture dogs <laughs> and puppies but <laughs> no, no no because it's not about it's not necessarily about me tor- me torturing them right because like i would i would mm. never torture them but if you benefited from the torture of dogs <laughs> it's a question of whether or not you're okay with other people doing mm. right is that for you i guess it's, yeah, i mean yeah that, that's the real question the real question mm. is not Hey, would True. you torture dogs? True. All right, because yeah. because no, I wouldn't torture dogs, but that's not the question here. True. Because so I'm then not it's torturing a, dogs. The question different... is, am I okay with other people torturing dogs? Yeah. Okay. So then so, I would. So what if I ask the question, "Are you okay with torturing dogs?" No. Okay. All right. Well, we got an answer then. <laughs> what? <laughs> are you okay with torturing people? No. Are you okay with other people torturing people for your benefit? no yeah that's where the Ooh. um but but it doesn't it doesn't mean that um, area there you might <laughs> but you might that that's might be I'm your saying. like point is like as long as i don't see it it's okay and i think that's that's probably where a lot of people lie so it's not like totally no, but out that's of the not that's not where i stand though because i've seen it you know like and yeah and i've come i don't know it's i like I don't know. Uh, no, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm confusing yeah. myself okay. too now. Can yeah, we, yeah, yeah. Wait, can we shift gears into... Yes, yes please. You know, another light topic. Um, yeah, yeah, right. So this is an interesting uh, thing that got recently or brought up recently in um, like the major motion picture industry with Thanos. And mm. I'm sorry, spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen the first... <laughs> oh, oh no, gosh, that's not even... That's eight is okay. Infinity? <laughs> Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, 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 spoilers for that. It's old. Hey, it was <laughs> called um. Wait, Last Stand? No. Final? No. no. End game. Maybe Infinity War. Are you War kidding me? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So <laughs> in, the first, in Infinity War. That's what I'm thinking <laughs> yes. of. So yeah, he has decided to rid the universe of like what half of its population, or like ten percent or something. Half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Half. Half. Yeah, half. Half. Okay. Yeah. So, is it any better for him to do it that way? and not pick and choose who's dying like he just randomly selects however he's doing it he randomly selects 50 percent, and it's the number not the specific people that he's trying to get rid of 
is that any better than, for example, let's get rid of, I'm just going to say it this way so I can yeah. get out of the other side. Know, if we, Let's say that. let's get rid of all the white people. Like, is that any worse if you're targeting a specific group than if you're just saying, we don't care who it is, we're going to kill 50%? Yeah, because if you kill 50%, maybe it went, winds up being all white people that get wiped out. <laughs> like, it, it, Wait, like, what? That, you know, that's like, possible. If you, if you, it because is possible. The, there's a random chance, obviously, at every person, it's like a, a coin toss. Yeah. Yeah. Or if it turns out that just like every white person gets like gets wiped out in that situation or like or, or if it's 50 50 let's say every every man right yeah like every yeah, man yeah, gets okay killed. let's let's move away from the racing yeah, <laughs> yeah. like wait why are you laughing well, why well, did that, you choose that it was well, that, so funny that would be if, so. if every man or whatever got killed or whatever that would be against thanos's moral thing okay, he was going but, for you know what i mean because it's supposed yeah. to save Oh, I don't know. Yeah, what he, exactly. what was he doing? Was for, like another... sustain, sustainability or something, wasn't he? Or something yeah. like that? I can't remember. Yeah. 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 Well, that, well, that's yeah. the thing is that, like, so, like, isn't his, isn't that re the re his reasoning behind it flawed because of that? Because it's like him being just like, oh, 50, we're going to wipe out 50% of the population. Yeah. So is the doing reason, that, like, sorry. Sorry. Is the reason we're bringing up, um, either if it's all men or all white people, are we saying, like, is it better if it was targeted? Yeah. Or not. But anyways, I, I, yeah. no. And regardless of the group, like the yeah. not not I, those groups in particular, but if there is a group that's being targeted, is that any worse than if it's just here's a number, this is how many? Oh, I we believe don't care it is. is. I believe it is. Yeah? yeah. To Why? be targeted. Oh, no, that's I'm just, not saying that's I disagree. So you're I, saying I just believe you're... how how Thanos did it or whatever, or was doing it, is on his moral grounds, the most ethical way to do it. Mm. Because right. it doesn't rely upon like one person's judgment of whether that's right. they should yeah. stay or not. Yeah, that's yeah, right. but but and then but like I I feel like it should be targeted in some sense because like you can't like it's it, I think it would be unfair if like complete segments of the population just get wiped out, you know. So. In that sense, I think that it should be targeted. Mm. Does that make sense? But then, but then, who gets targeted, woke? What are you trying to say? I'm saying, like, <laughs> man, definitely wipe out all. I oh, just stop. No, no. Gingers. Oh my gosh! No. We're half the podcast. We're half <laughs> the podcast. Right, yeah. <laughs> Um, exactly. You know, geez, we, we wouldn't even have a podcast if all the gym. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> Just be me and slow here. Like, well, yeah. here we yeah. go. What about, what about, do you have a, do you have an answer to that situation fresh? Um, are, are we all agreeing that it's wrong to wipe out half the population though? Oh yeah. That, yeah. Okay, cool. I think that's right, a good, good. yeah. I, yeah. That's different question. I would like, like to hope that all of us think that like mass genocide is bad. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but like, okay. So, so, do we want to get into a little bit of like how, like, so how do we, how does that become, how does that get from being like something that we, why have I got a pen in my hand? I'm <laughs> not writing anything down here. Like, oh, I'm in school. Um, how, how do we get from us being like, okay, we, we understand the like ethics and morals of this situation and, um, like in terms of genocide, it, it being wrong to like kill people and then to like target like 
specific groups of people in that mass killing, then like, um, how do we get from understanding that's wrong and then like implementing that as like kind of like law or like because because mass genocide is like kind of against like international law these days, right? Like I'm pretty sure. Not like the host, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Sorry, I don't I don't know 100 <laughs> percent um, here, but I'm pretty sure like the United the, the signatory nations on the United Nations and stuff like that say you can't commit genocide, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Geneva Convention is the like what was the result of that happening in world yeah and like and it's the same thing with like um uh like rape using the example that we used before you know we we got to a point where we understand that that's morally and like ethically wrong mm. so that and that has, has been enshrined in our law you know so like how do we how, like when and how is that bridge like how is that bridge that like how do we get there the connection oh between our morals sense? and our laws yeah. yeah yeah okay that's a well, good that's a good question a, like a, because as for a democracy example, i suppose wouldn't they just like vote i suppose that would help yeah yeah. Mm. That, yeah because, because for, for example like for example um like uh with the whole vegan thing all right mm. like i'm personally getting around like starting to come to terms with the fact that i think that um people should be eating definitely less meat but I like, um, like not even just less meat, but like almost no meat, right? So like, how do we, how could I potentially, if I wanted to, or like you, you see vegan activists and stuff and whatever, they're trying to like stop people from eating meat and shaming people for eating meat. How would they go about trying to influence something to like make it move from just a moral situation to like laws? I don't stuff. think our government is um, meant to legislate um, depending on morals. It's meant to be more um, material-based. So, um, for example, almost everyone, if you put it to a vote, would say that cheating on someone or uh, committing adultery is wrong. Um, mm -hmm. However, they're not going to, they would never legislate that because uh, material-wise. Well, the government's not really meant to um, give us our, our morals, you know. I just deal with making sure they're able to protect the people who need to be protected. Uh, At least so, as far as I know. Yeah, but I know, but you said, so there's, there's <coughs> obviously, there's obviously laws, right? Like, um, mm. right. So I and think they're, laws they're, they're, are what, I think sorry. laws are what we collectively agree are the objective moral right. Mm -hmm. If that so, makes sense. So, it so it's got to, like it's got a reach majority, a tipping. Yeah in in society so so it's based on like our our laws are based on um the majority perception of morals and ethics in a in a society or like yeah, in a, that's in that society i suppose that's what it is yeah yeah so yeah. so then um yeah okay yeah. i was so assumed I, it was i think, I think if there was like i think if there was like say two million australians or something like in a big outrage or whatever about i don't know eating meat and blah 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 blah, blah they would probably look at it mm. i okay. believe there would be something that would you know what i mean like if there well, was that's, well that's the thing so so um so there would have to be like a, a mass like movement or whatever yeah so not um, necessarily half but statistically significant yeah, yeah mm. that's right like I don't okay, so I don't. And then I, don't and then, I, then I suppose it'd be brought up, put to votes, blah blah blah, go, mm -hmm. gone through the yeah. system, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and if something eventuated from it, something would. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't want to um, keep on harking on about things that we've talked about on other podcasts, but obviously they're, they're issues and topics that I've actually done a little bit more research into. So they're yeah, the forefront of my good. mind. So climate change. All right. So um, definitely a big one in politics and stuff today. And, and it's on the tip of everyone's tongues in terms of like uh, dilemmas that we need to think about. So um what uh like recently there was protests around australia where did, did i remember someone threw out the stat um last or when we were talking about climate change but there was like how many millions of people around australia that showed up to these climate change protests it was a lot um it was a lot it was millions mm. protesters in like we don't believe that climate change no, 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 no. As in, as in, like we, we should do like, something about the it. government yeah, yeah. should be acting on this now. Okay, and it was, gotcha. it was, it was. I'm pretty sure. Like, I will have to, I have to fact check this and look this up. So, someone fact check me and look this up. But I'm pretty sure it was on the plus side of two million people. You know that that, and they were just the people that actually got out and went to the protest to actively participate in the protests around Australia. Um. So what? like at what point does it become that's so that's just including that not including the people that actually believe in it but didn't go to the protests the people that are kind of on the fence but leaning towards it but like would never get involved in protests at all you know Mm -hmm. like this so there's obviously a serious like groundswell movement here but like we don't Mm -hmm. see any of that kind of ethical kind of stuff in our government like really and reflected in our government policies and stuff like that which is so strange to me so i think are we getting off topic i like i feel like no, we're still fine. dealing with like we're still, yeah. we're so right. i think that fresh is right in that our morality doesn't come from our laws but i think that the opposite is true and that our laws do come from morals and ethics mm-hmm. and like it it depends on what the collective feeling is Mm. on a given thing at the time and that's when the decision is made and then you know that'll carry until there's some kind of paradigm but Mm. um, i think what slow is saying makes a lot of sense too where it doesn't necessarily have to be like 50 percent of the people are already on the same page about this thing and then there's a (laughs) change because of that i think it's more uh if there is a statistically significant group that draws enough attention to it so like two million people Mm-hmm. then that does start conversations about it and not just so right. like uh if we're talking about i'm just going to go back to the veganism thing for a second mm-hmm. just because yeah, there are yeah. so many different things at play in that like yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. a lot of people are aware of the animal cruelty part but they're not aware of the climate change part they're not aware mm-hmm. of like food shortages and like all of these different things that are caused yeah. by the the meat industry um but if it gets brought up by say two million out of what's the population of Australia like 40, 50? odd twenty five million yeah, yeah. Oh, okay okay so so that's like <laughs> almost ten percent yeah right so I think like in the U S we have like three hundred and fifty or 50, something like that so yeah. like if yeah. if thirty five million people stood up and said hey then it might not necessarily lead everybody else to agree with them or even be okay with what they're saying. But the people who haven't spent very much time thinking about that topic might think about it more and make mm. a decision. And that's how we get to happen. Mm. Yeah. So there's the people who start it. And then there's the people who bring it to attention because they started it. Yeah. And then everyone eventually makes a decision once they're aware. Yeah. I think it's kind of the mm. process. And then it becomes a lot. Yeah. 
Because yeah. I, think... I feel like I feel like that was kind of uh, I I sensed a little bit, or like in thinking about it, I felt like fresh. That was a little bit of where you were kind of like grating your banging your head against the wall. Was that like you you know something's like the right like you you feel like you've got like a, a moral that you believe in. How can I like take this further, and how can I start to try to not impose it on other people, but like say it's like the right thing and and mm. get them kind of like more on board with it i felt like that yeah. was what you were kind of like having issue with a little bit yeah i guess just like justify i think all you can in that situation i think all you can do is just share the information share the facts make it more readily available to people yeah, yeah. and and that's pretty much all you can do because you can't tell people what to do or anything mm. like that and I, and i think the biggest biggest difference between say your like the animal cruelty thing and climate change is like I can go and get a job in a meatworks factory right now, mm. right? So I can see exactly what happens. I can get all the information. I can, you know, put put it against my morals and ethics and all that and make a decision on that. Where climate change is ideally, I think I know what I want, but mm. I've, I've <laughs> I had a bit of a quick look at it. The The information actually understanding the information literally i would have to go to university for like 10 years to understand <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's like a big barrier the, the, yeah. the inform yeah 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 like I, I can't just go on the internet and go oh climate change google it and go yeah. oh that's that's wrong you yeah, know what yeah. i mean like we have to kind yeah, of trust yeah, the um, there's the a yeah we, we, we've literally got to trust the people and our government mm. that they're doing the right thing in this because they've got the experts that are sending there where the balloons up, checking percentages, doing whatever. And we have just got to trust that our government's doing the right thing. Because, think... and, and unless, unless morally one of these experts comes out and starts exposing stuff or on in that way, that, that is the only way to that something will happen. You know what I mean? Like a big, well, and, and it wouldn't even have to be one expert. It'd have to be like a heap of them all together with a, like a big mutiny pretty much on the government. That's what it would have to be. That's where journalism and the media comes in. And that's where it's their responsibility to find out what's going on and keep an eye on the government for us. And I don't, I don't know what the differences there are in terms of um, US and Australia, but I think generally speaking, that's like the main point of journalism is to figure out what's going on behind closed doors. Well, ide ideally, yeah. that's the main point. Ideally, yeah. ideally that's what they want. <laughs> well, I, I guess ideally that, that would generate the most profit and that's that's what that always is I, the main point with media. Yeah. Well, yeah. if you go if you go back to like the origins of journalism in the US, that's that's all I can really speak to. Um, yeah. when when it came to like news on the radio and news on the TV initially, there was no advertising whatsoever. It was just like, here's an hour of news, yeah. and everybody's getting the same news, and that's it. Yeah. And mm. I think that that has both ups and downs that go with it, because yeah. you're only getting source, which is definitely a downside, because the mm. more sources you have, as long as they're legitimate sources, the more different opinions you can get, and you can form your own more in a more educated way. Yeah. Um, so I think more sources, generally speaking, is a good thing. But I think the no ads, this is an hour where we're just going to talk about the news, mm. is also a great thing because uh, when you bring in advertisement, that's where people start having vested interests in making sure that the 
like whatever my news story is that I'm running doesn't upset XYZ company or whatever. So I think that in large part, the reason that we've kind of lost track and we just have to kind of trust that our government is doing right by us is because we don't know whether the information that's coming at us is biased or not. Mm. Um, and I feel like that's something that kind of got lost in like the the seventies or the eighties. Um, mm, that's yeah. when ads started being allowed in the news. I yeah. guess the only way you could do that these days so, without having ads yeah. would be to have like a government funded program, but then that creates yeah, its well, own yeah, like problems. Yes, yeah. or the BBC yeah. or whatever, yeah. but yeah, that all still has its own problems. So what you, what you really need is you need a news source that is like crowdfunded. Community basically funded, yeah yeah community yeah. funded news force uh, news yeah. force news source news force. um because yeah and like and that just doesn't i doesn't exist i know i mean that's that's essentially what like pbs and npr and bb i think that i don't know how bbc gets its funding actually i'm gonna step back on that one yeah, but like so, pbs so and npr mm, they yeah. rely on donations for about 40 percent mm. of like all of their revenue so mm. i would i guess i would qualify that as a crowdsourcing thing and like try to be as ethical as possible when picking like i'm not gonna take money from these people because their company is terrible as opposed to like these guys seem on the up and up so we can take a corporate sponsorship from them and they always disclose that is the other thing so so um in australia we uh your bbc is kind of similar i think but but in australia we have abc the australian broadcasting system Uh, just kidding (laughs) i'm just kidding i don't know i'm not sure but australian (laughs) broadcasting something but abc and um they are funded they are government funded but it's through like the taxpayer basically so basically the taxpayer it's like the idea of it is like crowdfunding from the people of the nation however the policy around how much funding they get what percentage of the taxpayer's money goes to that company is can be changed by like majority governments so like when there's like certain governments that have like majorities and they have the power to influence and change laws and stuff like that then they can go oh okay well hey you better like there's that pressure to be like well you better support and not speak bad about like the liberal party because otherwise the liberal party has the power right now to go well actually the abc is not going to be getting as much funding you know that's that's actually been going on a little bit with pbs here um with the trump administration uh a lot of funding got cut because there was just like i don't know there was too much stuff that that administration didn't think was so it, it doesn't even necessarily have to be this uh whatever broadcasting corporation like public publicly funded one it doesn't necessarily have to be that they're doing anything to piss off the party can just be that the party in power doesn't see that as a fiscally responsible thing to do with taxpayer money, which yeah. I think is the wrong decision. A hundred percent. And I, I feel but like it is a reality. So yeah, you feel, like, feel like I feel like moving to a system where you um you have like uh, I know we're getting we're getting a little bit off track here, but we're, just the, the way we go here was that like to to develop your morals and ethics, and then that follow into law you need information and you need the right direct where we're, yeah, we're and, and the, the, the core of it yeah the core and of like journalism was having that. yeah and like yeah. having um like a, a locked in amount of money 
that doesn't fluctuate that is like enshrined in law that needs like a, a referendum like a public referendum to change you know because <laughs> basically that there's supposed to be not a broadcasting network for the government it's supposed to be a broadcasting network for the people, the people you know yeah yeah and so really it shouldn't be that we're voting these people in power therefore that's our it should be like a direct our direct responsibility to to i think change it i think that would work um or you could even do it non-governmentally like have have an ngo that is set up specifically to do that so that the government can't influence it yeah interesting very interesting um yeah cool idea but but when i think of like media and um journalism and stuff like ethically right is not the first thing that comes to my head no Mm. definitely not 100 percent. that's not like yeah yeah. definitely can't be trusted to help me help inform me of um my my morals and my ethics i have to go like scouring the internet and and scientific papers and stuff like that trying to find the facts you know and and that's that's inaccessible for a lot of people like you were saying slodio yeah I would yeah, argue that it's mm. it's still a good idea to have the media, even though it is still a good idea to have it around. Because even if it doesn't present the right information, it gets you thinking about it, yes, and it gets exactly you to the right. point where you want to go and invest. Yeah. So okay. yep. I think that like that legwork is on you. That's your responsibility ethically. But I think it would be a mistake to get rid of the media just because it doesn't always portray information um, in an unbiased manner and 100% accurately uh, yep. because it does make you go and, and investigate more and investigate. find out like, yeah. what's really Exactly. Good. As long as people aren't taking what they're saying is 100% factual. Yeah. As long as, think... as long as they're taking it as just a point raised, a information raised, and then, like you said, you go and research it yourself if it's something that you feel you need to look into yeah mm-hmm. um yeah and i think that's definitely a problem that we have in society today is that some p- people they they don't they they are unwilling or they don't know how to go and get the facts and find the facts so they just see something and they just trust that it's 100 that it's accurate you know and then they when you are basing your morals and your ethics off of that information you get people with twisted morals and ethics, you know, that you, you kind of like, man, how can you, man, how can you think that way? How yeah, can that but, be? But not necessarily. They, think? Their morals and ethics might not be twisted, just the information they've got has been twisted, which lines up with their morals. You know what I mean? But yeah, they don't right, know right. your side of the story, which might not line up to them same morals. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Like they would, they would make this, if they had all the information, they would make the same decision like that would apply their morals in the same way, but they would come, end up with a different outcome because they had all the information kind of thing. Yeah. Like someone might get the story to say, it's got a new story saying, oh, um, a murderer got taken by the police today and he's put on death row or something. Mm-hmm. And then you might got a story to say, oh, a man has um, in self-defense um, killed someone in his house that broke in or whatever, and he's been taken away and he's put on death row yeah right you know what i mean like they're they're the same story but and even if the two people have the same morals and ethics the information that they got you know what i mean they've come up with a different decision yeah just because they only got the part information so is it is it can we say that like is that is like information 
like necessary for coming to like like moral and ethical like outcomes like like figuring them out i think I finding think how people have come to their decisions is yeah i think yeah. unless you want to just go with your gut feeling all the time <clears throat> that's your moral <clears throat> system you've got to have some otherwise <clears throat> you don't have anything to rationalize why to or not to do something <clears throat> yeah in some circumstances, so, like the Thanos one, even you can't have all the information available to know which people to kill if you're going to kill half the people, you know. So, yeah, right. that's right. So, what what about um, if you, um, so you have to have like some, you have to have some sort of information to try start like forming your morals. Do we have like a moral, uh, like do we have an obligation to? like to to seek after that information if we're deciding to make a judgment call on something like is it is it not okay is it are we allowed to be to say um are we allowed to say to someone you need to go you're not allowed to have an opinion on this moral like take a stance on this until you have sourced the information um i mean there's different extents of that i guess if people are uneducated it's hard to have a good conversation um it's also you can, it's hard to say that you can blame people for being ignorant if they just haven't come across the right information yeah i know and i'm not saying i'm not saying blame i'm mm. saying i'm saying like so so hey if you want to have like a like a conversation about this like at all mm. then you need to go away and like get informed yeah make an attempt at I think that's one way to go about it. Or you can, I mean, if they're just not going to listen to you, then that's the way to go about it. But if they're not committed <coughs> listening. Oh, you cut out for sure. a long time there, Vince. Yeah, yeah, what was sorry, that? If people are not going to. Oh, you're right. You're back. If people are just not willing to hear what you have to say, they just, they don't have any context for it and they've made up their mind, then that's, I definitely think it's, within your rights to say no you need to go back to the books and learn a little bit more about what you're talking about because mm -hmm. a lot of the things you're saying just aren't true i think that's one way but if they're open to talking about i don't think there's anything wrong with informing someone who's less informed on this topic mm -hmm. and then again that might not be enough for them and then they'll go and investigate it further and then again they're educating themselves more on it in my opinion um, yeah, but I yeah. don't think there's anything wrong with being that catalyst and saying, "Hey, here's the information," and if you if you yeah. no, no, are yeah. curious about it, here's more. Yeah, yeah. Because if yeah. if you're getting into that conversation with someone about mor some moral or ethical issue um, in regards to what's going on today, then they obviously, if you're getting into the conversation, they're obviously interested, you know. Right. And I think it would pay to be like, okay, well, like, what reading and what research <laughs> have you done on this topic before we start getting into yeah. it? You know, like, and then like, because, because otherwise you, yeah, otherwise it, it can be just like about like you're having this conversation and it's just going up against nothing, mm. you know, like they've, they've got, yep. they've got no real research backing them up sometimes. And, and you're kind of like, well, like, what about like, I mean, have you seen this study, you know, where, where like, or these thousands of studies, you know, where they say this thing and they're like, no, yeah, you know? Yeah, so like, I think uh, I think okay. you've also got to ask them about where they got their information from, yeah, yeah. and 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 why why they see whatever it is in their view. Mm. 
because and then you might have a bit more of an understanding of what information to show them yeah mm. that it's lines up with one. that lines up with what um what influenced them to make their decision mm. yeah yeah and, yeah, it, and it also too. Okay. Yeah. go ahead Sorry. it also kind of comes down to the fact that it's like oh if i have a if 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 i've gone research and i've found this information it is possible it is possible that i miss something you know what i mean or like yeah. i yeah. I found certain types of information and then I form my opinions and my ethics and my morals off of that. Mm. So then what about what, but, and, and if I just dismiss them and be like, Oh, like you, like I've already done my research, maybe they had, maybe they've found something else that I actually need yeah. to look at, you know? Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, I don't think it's your, I don't think you're actually forming your morals and ethics off the information. I just mm. think you're just looking at this information and reflecting it to your morals and that. And yeah, the information you've seen and all that, yeah, it might line up with your moral views or whatever. But yeah, like you say, you might not have seen the other side of the story, which yeah. which doesn't. So well, uh, like your your morals and ethics, I don't actually change per se. Like the core of yeah. them don't change. Okay, so I feel yeah, like it's we're just getting, it's just we're your like it's just your between between like uh, opinions. Yeah, and morals. Well, and, and so I I think with that um well it, we're talking about where people derive their their reasoning from and ethic morals and ethics so i think it's still within bounds yeah but yeah, yeah, yeah. um i think one of the reasons that it's really saying to ask people where they got their information is because it might not even be that they have information that you don't it might just be that they haven't even really about where they got their information yeah, exactly. that could be like yep. some yeah. random person on the street that they don't know <laughs> at all and you're their best friend and this person just told them something when they were like six and they just still believe it and if you can present them with new information if you can get them like where did i learn that mm -hmm. then they might realize that it wasn't a great source it's also yeah, very so. hard these days because there is so much information out there and everyone has their own like selective bias or so yeah. as you look at all this information you filter through and oh yeah that that affirms my point that affirms my point keep going until you got all this stuff that keeps affirming mm -hmm. the point that you had before so it's really hard to um get an unbiased opinion i guess a lot of the time yeah. and what and yeah, what so. it's just brought up there about a close friend or family see they their opinion now, their opinion might be held in a really high regard to someone that has really um, strong family moral um, set with them, you know what I mean? Mm. So, like, they, what they say might be more heavily weighted and they might be closed-minded from that, you know what I mean? And there's a lot, and there's a lot of people in certain um, societies and stuff where that is the case too. Yeah, so yep. it's like all just family orientated stuff that um, is just more heavily weighted than what they see on the internet. Mm. Yep. Um, all right, Fresh. Do we want to? Do you want to get into some more that you had? Um, I guess um, maybe we can. Do, we just started touching on uh, like family oriented and society. So maybe the last yeah. point out there. Where do we get our moral system from, and why do you choose them? So I don't know if you can if we want to go around and say where they think people think they get their moral, or where do we think most people get their moral system from? <laughs> How do we decide what's um, right and wrong? Yeah. Yeah. So like, I, I think that you get your morals from like, I think everything and anything that influences you throughout your life, you know, like, and I'm talking like anything. Okay. Like it could be 
it could be something where you've like like you've just you've read something it could be you got told off you were told off when you were younger by a parent it could be um you your friends and how they influenced you and how they you acted around them or they they like how your interaction with them went um, actually okay so i think i think it mainly comes through like your human interactions mm -hmm. yeah yeah Would anyone else agree with that so now I'm I, well i think i think that's one of the sources i think that there are like i would kind of break it down into three categories so first there uh your loved ones and then um second there would be uh authorities in your life whether that's um like professionally or uh like experts in fields or people who've written books or whatever uh somebody with some legitimate authority at, at least as you see it uh and then the third one would just be um inf or situational information so things that you run across then you have to make a decision and then okay. you can base yep. your future decisions on that but mm -hmm. i think that that kind of covers where i think that comes from because like your family is who generally speaking your family is who you spend the most time with especially when you're young and that's yes. when you're developing a lot of those morals but then as time goes on, you will kind of fine tune your moral system based on information, so the authority, and then mm -hmm. um, situations that you come across. Okay. So that's that's kind of where I think that comes from. So, uh, what do you say? Authority and authority, authority and situation. Family, authority, and situational information. Yeah. Okay. Fresh. What did you think on that one? And um, I, do you wanna, uh, yeah, I mean, um. I think um, what, like when you're younger, it's always heaps of family and uh, people mm -hmm. you interact with until you become old enough that you experience more and more and you um, have yeah, situational and also do research and get a bit of authority too. Um, I find it interesting that it seems like maybe um, the, the generation, the younger generations are valuing um, situational information, I think more than um, authority and like traditional ways that we've always done things, if that makes sense. So like uh, their experience true. shapes their truths rather than having it the other way around where you know things that are true and then experiencing things through that lens. That makes sense. Okay. And so you're saying that they're more, yeah. they're, they're a little bit more fluid, a little bit more accepting mm. of a change of opinions and a change mm. of like their morals and ethics based on like their new experiences and stuff like that, rather mm. than being like really like, well, I grew up this way. So like I learned these values from my family and I'm rigid and I'm not changing. Mm. Um, I'm not, I'm not flexible to change because these are the morals that I had growing up and this is yeah. the moral standard that I was set. And, and so I guess the younger days, generations always be more progressive, but it seems like it's even more so now. Do you think, it, I, do you think that's a little bit because families are, are, are not setting moral, their like moral guidelines as forcefully as they used to? Um, probably. I think it's the question. I think it's the bit after like. I'll, I'll jump in and say what yeah, I think. Goes, yeah, it goes. Yeah, good. So, I believe you get your very first core morals to go off from your parents saying, "Don't do that. That's bad." Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that, that, that's 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 where it starts. And then from that, you um, have experiences in your life that have consequence, and all that. And then you put, then you reflect them against them core morals that um, that you got taught. So, so through your experiences, they get reflected back and then, then they get fine tuned from there. 
So, mm. so without, so I think everyone should get get taught. You know, this is right, this is wrong, like the the basics. You know what I mean? Don't yeah, hurt yeah. other people. Well, yep. you know, the, the very very basics, and then through through life, um, through consequences of whether it be authority or just through yourself or whatever. That's where it gets reflected, and that's where you, your morals and ethics progress. Like that's mm. that's what I personally um, think, and okay. then that's and I think that's why you get weirdos and stuff because of <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean, like because yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they've been told what's right and wrong, but then they do this. There was no repercussions, or something good happened, mm. and then they go, "Oh well, that's how that happens," and mm. you know what I mean. And then and then it progresses from there. Like mm. yeah, through through a, through a series of events might might turn someone from being a, an innocent child or whatever through a full life of series of mm. certain consequences or having no consequences mm. or mm. Um, life experiences and blah, blah, blah. They'll yeah. end up being a murderer or something. You know what, oh, you know what I mean? We've got to talk about the Joker there. Have you guys seen that um, movie? I have seen the Joker. No, I haven't oh, seen I haven't, yeah. Oh, oh, man. Before, yeah. Just before we move on, Yvette, yeah. sorry, you, uh, you wanted to chime in with something just before and... Oh, yeah, yeah. You look like you uh, look like you wanted to chime in with something there. Oh, oh, we were talking about the younger generation. Yeah. Part oh, of the reason right. that so much more of their ethics based on their own experience, like Fresh was saying, I would tend to agree with that. And I think mm. the reason for that is because um, there's kind of been a breakdown in the quote-unquote authority mm. part. Uh, mm. When it comes to information, there's so much from so many different sources and so much of yeah. it just is yeah. that I think that yeah. people who have grown up with the internet um, have kind of lost faith in in a lot of those informational mm. and they feel like it's up to them to decide for themselves because they can't trust any other information. Yeah, that's true. So I think yeah. that might be part of where that comes from for the younger generation. They're li literally able to get what their parents say and fact check it like within like 20 seconds. So Right, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, a, but then, but then also he's saying that like um, that is true. Fact -check. But then, but then when they fact check, this is kind of like <laughs> yeah. what we were talking about before. When it's they just try an to fact opinion check, that they're fact checking. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. They can, yeah they're yeah. they're fact checking uh, someone's opinion and someone's like, kind of like moral exactly stance yeah. against other people's moral and uh, morals and opinions, yeah. mm. and also like they're all the, everyone's biases and all that kind of stuff like we were talking about before. You know, so then because of that, they've learned to like not only they've learned to kind of like not trust the information that they can get you know so they've kind mm -hmm. of become a lot more situational where they they go okay so like for for example um with uh marriage inequality and like gay rights instead of being like well gr like um like for me like growing up in a cr christian uh like obviously in the bible it talks a little bit about homosexuality being like a bad thing all right so that was kind of like my where like where I kind of maybe got influenced a little bit growing up, but then mm -hmm. and then if when I went to fact check and or like if I was trying to find information on it, all right, quite a lot of the information, Sorry. quite a lot of the information was going to be going to be like like Christians, which has been the basis <laughs> of quite a lot of Western society being like mm, homosexuals are bad, you know, and like that kind of thing. And so then I end up going to my situational where i've like i've interacted with and have in my life hundreds of not hundreds but quite a lot of 
um, homosexual <laughs> friends and people that I know, and I don't, I know that they're not like bad. Do you know what I mean? And so yeah. then I get my morals on that situation from that rather than from the imp, from the authority or the information that I looked up and or the the way I was reared or the way I was brought up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not necessarily that my parents. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I think I, once again I get down to the like everybody's like so different. Obviously, like uh, Slodio was saying before, you know, like some people get their morals like um, like they've told they're taught, you know. But then there's some people that aren't taught that, you know. There's what about mm-hmm. someone that that um, doesn't have a mum or dad and goes into the system? You know, and then and then they're they're moved around from parent like parents to parents, yeah. parents to parents, and they don't get that like core, um, that core like. I think they do, but they just get no one that they believe or trust in hmm. that actually teaches them. Yeah, because and because from any from any source, as a little kid, you someone's going to say you don't punch that person in the face because it's bad to hurt other people. Yeah, well, but I mean, I, I don't necessarily think. Yeah. So, like, if you, I think there's something to be said for consistency in, yeah. especially in that. That's that's what I'm trying to say. The consistency of it. Yeah. 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 But and especially if you don't have stage, the consistency, yeah. that's where you stop trusting. I think. Yeah. Because mm. as soon as you develop the ability to rationalize these things, you're like, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense. None of this makes sense, and then it goes. Is that kind of where you're or what yeah. you're saying? Well. Too. Yeah. Yeah. So, so 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 with the like with the consistency kind of thing, if if you if it's not like for example um you you're at school you punch someone in the face you're at school your teacher says no this is bad your principal's like you're getting expelled you know you, there's going to be consequences for this you get home and your dad's like good on you for standing up for yourself son you know or like for for example you know like mm-hmm. and 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 when it when you when you don't have like consistency across, across the board there it creates like I don't know. You can go either way there, you know? So I think it's very hard to say like, well, everybody has, everybody experiences the same thing. I think everybody's experiences widely vary, you know, like um, depending on who, especially in that growth phase, I mean, in every spectrum, you know, when, when we're talking about authority information, where you're going for the information, when you're talking about like the growth stage of their life or like the, the rearing of them, parenting, let's call it whatever, um, <laughs> like who their parents are, how how if they've got a stable parent environment who's really raising them maybe like their their grandparents you know or like i don't know maybe they're in and out of the system and they're seeing different people um where and then and then with consistency like i think consistency is important in that that growth stage especially mm. oh yeah yeah but you, yeah sorry but yeah. but if they okay just just say use that example okay just say that happened they come home um and their dad said, "What? What'd you say? Um, oh, good for good sticking up for yourself, or whatever." Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that does um, teach him something about sticking up for himself, blah blah blah. But they've also learned a lesson of uh, from the school and all that about um, what's right and wrong on that on that side, if you know what I mean. Okay. So mm. I think there's. There's two lessons learned there. What whatever environment yeah. they've they've grown up in, mm. there's still y- yes, but yes. but 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 they've still ju- they've still justified it as the the parent if they're consistent as in sticking up for yourself or whatever mm. blah, blah 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 they've justified it in that way as sticking yeah, up yeah mm. yeah that's true yeah 
No, if, 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 if they're consistent in putting that point across, well, yeah. that's just their mess. Like, you know what I mean? I, I personally don't see anything wrong with them doing that in their house because yeah. that's how they, they see it. What about if you had a household of people that were like, we don't like black people, so good job for punching that black person? Well, that's be a like, different story, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. But then you'd be like, um, that's not, yeah. that's not sti- that. Okay, this is going back to morals and stuff. Yeah, this yeah. is, yeah. Mor- this is moral mor- morally sticking up for yourself and blah 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 is a different thing to attacking someone else. If you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Like going back to like core morals and stuff, it is bad to go out of your way to do something bad to someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and why though? I guess that's the question. Because, I mean, if we saying things are subjective, yeah. a lot of people will say, well, what's your justification for saying that it's bad? You know? Yeah, well, no, I know that's, that's, that's just my morals. There you go. That's personal morals. I think yeah, personal morals. generally I, speaking, yeah. um, there are a few things that people generally agree are innate in that, like, you don't have to be taught that you don't, that you shouldn't hurt other people. Um, or maybe you, you learn that experience at an early age and that's why, especially with animals and stuff like play fighting with cubs is, Mm -hmm. or like puppies or whatever, that's the way that they learn how to interact with each other without Mm -hmm. causing serious. So I think the same thing happens like both physically and with conversation with humans. Um, Mm -hmm. I shoot, I just lost my train of thought. Uh, there Uh, are a few things that people know are inherently wrong. Oh, right. Okay. So I think one of those things learn through experience um and like seeing other people get hurt and realizing that if you're the cause of that it doesn't feel good i think one of those things that people generally speaking innately know is i don't like the way that i feel when i hurt someone else so i think that's why things like don't go out of your way to hurt other people is one of those things that most people would just generally accept as uh, like, a moral like a truth, cool. like yeah. you shouldn't yeah. do that. Mm, um, yeah. Just like all the things that fit into that category, like <clears throat> don't rape people, don't kill people, don't steal things from people. Like mm-hmm. all of those things are going out of your way to someone, and I think that at the core of it is what makes it bad. And there are yeah. other things that make it more or less bad, yeah. but that is the that core. Of I it, think yeah. is yeah. yeah, that's what. Makes Sorry, it. And that, Why that, do you think we decided? From- Sorry. Well, Sorry okay. Why? Why do you think we decide those things in particular? But do you think it's a societal? Um, so what, how I think part, that's more of an like nature thing as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think I think it's nature. also to do with the the common um, the common experiences that every mm-hmm. almost every human being I think would would experience in some way like growing up. You know, like when it when it where whether it's like. Um, through as you're growing up learning about like laws and stuff like that learning about what um like you were saying being in a situation where someone else hurts you and how and how it feels when that happens to you um uh while you're growing up when you hurt somebody else and and seeing their reaction to you hurting them and and that kind of thing um the consequences and i feel like i feel like these are these are things that quite a lot of like almost every human being would experience growing up. So I don't think, I don't think it's innate, like from birth, you know, I don't think we're born and we just like inherently having coded into us these like moral truths. I think that 
there's shared experience. And if you were, for example, to, okay. to if you were to have a child, for example, and you raise that child where um, every day that child was encouraged to hurt people, like punch someone in the face, all right, and they were never given any feedback on punching someone in the face, except for like saying like, hey, punch this person in the face, this is how you do it. They never saw that person's reaction um, when, when they were punched in the face. Um, they never heard like the groans or whatever like that. And there was no negative consequences. They never heard about from outside external influences that it was a bad thing to do that. I think that that person, when given the situation, hey, um, would you punch this person in the face? would say, yeah, I'll punch that person in the face, right? You know, so it's okay. like, it's, it's all from experiences. Yeah, yeah, but but when that person does do that and they do get that feedback, I reckon they would have a mental breakdown because mm -hmm. it doesn't it doesn't line up with what they're being taught and goes back to their human nature or whatever. Mm -hmm. it, would, it, would, it would raise some issues I would, I would need bet on. Yeah, I, I actually probably agree with you there. Like, like as soon as you do it, and then that person's like crying as and as soon and as as soon as sounds, yeah, yeah, you've 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 you know? done something, you've had the consequence. Yeah, and you see like the blood and the the <coughs> pain, basically. Yeah, the, you would yeah, be like, but, wait, hang on a second, what's going on here? Yeah, but if you get feedback from the person who's telling you to do it, and they tell you, "Good job, yes. that was the right thing to do," that's, then that's that adds other feedback, and yep. you might come with come up to a different conclusion yes yeah. exactly right so but i think yeah 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 so right, i think right. but i and, and what i'm saying and what I'm saying, there's there's a, a, a i think there's a core kind of experience a human experience that most humans go mm -hmm. through yeah. during their like development phase that are shared experiences with almost every human being that has ever been grow, like grown yeah. up kind of thing that helps us to have these that, that helps to instill these moral truths in us hmm. is what I'm kind of getting at with the whole like moral truth kind of thing. Um, I think that's fair. That would, um, yeah, would I, yeah. you disagree fresh. You sound like you disagree. Um, yeah, I guess, but I, well, I see a lot of places in society where people are very willing to exploit other people for their own personal gain. Like, like really, really see, common. Per, I'd say personal almost gain mostly. is a different feedback you're getting though. Yes. But if we're saying there's intrinsic wrongs that have been taught to us either through society or um, like we shouldn't be we shouldn't be okay with hurting people because of these shared experiences. It seems like the majority of the population are like, okay, yep, but I'll bend that if I'm getting you know gaining from this. That's why you can't take. That's why it has to be a majority and not a person that's getting the positive um, thing out of it. Um, okay. But do you think well, the majority of people? Because I feel like if there wasn't laws in the world. I don't know, maybe it's, it, it seems like, maybe I'm pessimistic, but I don't have much expectations of people to continue. I feel like you would, well, we had slavery for so that's, long. Because... That's why there's individuals, that's why, yeah, yeah that, I'm saying, I, that's why there's individuals, everyone as individuals different, but that's why we've got majorities and the laws and all that for it to keep everyone ethically yeah. on the same and, level yeah. because and, and everyone's different yeah yeah if, so Slodio, you were saying like the moral truths are kind of like what the majority like kind of feels right or like the, the oh. majority of people would would say what? that they in their experiences growing up have have noticed and said like hey look um hurting someone else is bad i think everyone re reflects everything against the um the moral truths and then through their experiences and that then then they turn out however they turn out. 
and that's why you can't as as an individual like someone as an individual can't make the, the decisions for the laws and all that sort of stuff okay so yeah. i think if i if i can jump in real quick i think yeah. in terms of the like whether it's learned or in um to have those base values of for example people like don't go out of your way to hurt i i feel like either what you're saying or the the evolutionary aspect either one can because evolutionarily i guess we've grown to a point where we're able to have these experiences and learn from but i think even deeper than that generally speaking um people know that it's wrong to go out of out of their way to hurt other people and i think that is a self-preservation thing of this yeah. Mm, yeah, if you, if you okay. go around attacking other humans constantly then your species is probably not going to make it okay um, so I, think, I, yeah, I, I think people think are born with like that's part of where of it comes empathy from or something yeah okay. All right. yeah. But, part of it is but then they have to make the decision once they once they get to that rational part of do does the negative feedback of breaking these rules in my head know or outweigh the positive gain mm. from like whatever if like for example exploiting people take things, that's hurting them but you get that stuff so mm. are you morally conscious of the fact of making this decision to hurt people are you doing that calculation or are you just saying i get stuff and then just dropping the rest so is it like um, our laws and then, are then, born And then out they're of... the people that go to prison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so is it I like mean, saying then our cool. laws are like born out of um, like a, um, well, like a, would you say like an egoistic point of view where you go, if, the, if, if this is the society I want to build, but I don't want this to happen to me, then this is what society should be like in a way. Mm, I think... I think a lot of it, yes. Not all of it, though. I don't think that necessarily boils down to what specifically or not. Mm. Um, I think some of it is just this just makes sense and it's good for everybody, um, as opposed to I want to stop this bad. So if that makes sense. So I think maybe for for the bad things like the preventative laws, like you're not allowed to kill people. I think that makes sense in terms of like, I don't want this to happen to me, so we shouldn't let anybody do it to anybody. But uh, like if we were talking about um, implementing and everybody has, uh, then people might say, okay, I'm okay with that because it benefits everyone. And mm -hmm. it's not just because it benefits you directly or mm -hmm. like prevent something mm -hmm. bad from happening to you directly. Mm -hmm. So I think there's the two different kinds. Yeah, it does seem like they also err on the on the side of like it prevents um, people being exploited. Yeah, and like yeah. yeah, and it's good to have something done because not because it benefits someone because neutral people think it's right as well. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but and and that's why they, mm. that's why we got a democracy, I suppose, or a a, a, gr a group or. Whatever that makes that the laws, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. So there's people that are obviously swayed either way because of their own personal gains or whatever, and then mm. there's all the neutral people, which you would assume would be a majority. Or mm. if a lot of people, like if the majority gain out of something, well, then that 
goes through as well, doesn't it? Hmm. Yeah, well, that's, um, uh, I mean, that's kind well, of, that, yeah, I think, how I get my moral system is, um, um, like, the, the majority of people are gaining, um, gaining. happiness kind or, in, like, well-being. Imperfect than, utilitarianism. Yeah, a bit of utilitarianism. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, then, you, yeah, I guess, um, like, like, most of life has got to be about people, right? So if the majority of people are benefiting from the situation, that's overall a good thing. Yeah, but then what do you what do you what do you say if like like there's a situ like with genocide there's like uh, uh white people who are the majority and they want to kill all the black people because and they're the white people are benefiting from that. Mm. You know, yeah. Like, well, obviously you got to look at how what the consequences are. Yeah, I mean, and yeah. I mean, it's a, like it's a it way go, up. If it of, goes back to the core of like people are going to die <coughs> if it goes through, but it's going to benefit most people, well, then it goes back to the core morals of everyone. And not, yeah, you know. What and there's got to be a way up of the bad with the good. So, like, maybe you'd say um, you have to look at each individual situation, but if you're, you're killing 10 people and 10 people are benefiting, you could argue that objectively that those 10 people dying is worse than those people benefiting. Oh, yeah, man. exactly. Like, okay, and you could so also argue that. Can... What's that? Yeah. Well, I have a question. We can throw it out the window if, but. I do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I, I am not advocating for this in any way. But <laughs> guys, he's advocating okay. for it. Here we go. Clip if, it. if let's say <laughs> hypothetically, the world was seventy percent one rate. Mm-hmm. And that race was the dominant race in terms of not only population size, power, mm-hmm. and control, and racism was a problem in the world. Would it be better to kill off the other thirty percent and just get rid of racism? Mm-hmm. Question. And I, I so okay. I, I want to <laughs> jump in real quick because I posed question Wait, and say i would argue that it is still wrong to kill everyone else because that uh again will detract from the possibility of the species continuing because you're taking away var- and variation is what keeps species alive but then you have to so say that at it's a morally... very base level like you're saying it's wrong for... to kill but, but how did you come to the conclusion that it's morally virtuous to continue the human race I guess that's a um, ah okay. That's another question. Yeah. All right, okay. Hang on a second. <laughs> you open it. You open it up a tin of worms here. Before we jump into that one, how about uh, I actually really I just got back from the long drive down south and I I really need to go to the bathroom. Take a quick bow myself of the facility. Uh, so do you guys want to have a break? Yeah. yeah well, how about we just think about that for two seconds and okay. uh, while we're on break and and leave it with everybody. What was the question again? Let's, let's hit, hit me with it one more time. If, if okay, seventy percent. So, yeah, here you go. If 70% of the world was one race mm-hmm. and there were horrible problems with racism and it was causing all kinds of problems for everybody, would it be better to just get rid of everybody else so there's only the one race left to get rid of racism? Or would it be better to allow the whatever racist atrocities to continue? All right, mm-hmm. two minute feedback while we think about it. All right. All right. <laughs> right back, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. All right. We're back, guys. We've had the pee break. Um, Yvette's had his headset on while he peed, so we got to hear him pee. <laughs> but he also Dang, asked a really nice... <laughs> at the same time. He asked a really nice question. Um, 
Would it be morally virtuous to kill 30% of the population if 70% of the population just couldn't, well, couldn't deal with, like there was, there was just so much racial animosity that it was never going to get better. Um, is it, is it going to be better to kill that 30% or just, you know, try and work it out? What do you reckon? Slow. Okay. As I said in the little break thing, I think it goes back to the human rights, which was a laws and that made while everyone is in a neutral position. So like, I don't think decisions should be made like that while 70% of the people think, yeah, that's, let's get rid of them people. Okay. That's, that's, I think that's why you, you wars and stuff like dilemma. that. Yeah. yeah. Wars and stuff, uh, laws and stuff like that are made at a time when everyone's in a neutral position as possible. Yeah. So then right. when a situation like that does come up, well, then 30% of people aren't going to get killed. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. And it, and it obviously Fresh's answer was why is it why does the human race need to continue at all? <laughs> no. kill, kill all that wasn't my answer. Kill, kill the full 100%. Wait, that, that, that will also <laughs> another question, sorry. That will also kill the racism. So that would also yeah. kill it. Same answer. True. Um yeah, I I think that I think that um I think that it's I I I liked what Evette said when he was like he was like variety is like through variety is how we kind of like evolve, I guess, you know, um, through, through the tried and true method of being like, okay, so there's lots of varieties and like, Oh no, but isn't it, isn't it kind of like one of those things where it's like tried and true method, like one comes out on top and ends up surviving, you know? Uh, not necessarily. Okay. One might become more dominant, but that doesn't mean that the, the, recessive part goes away goes away it just might yeah, be right. it might be more dark yeah, yeah it's right. surviving in a different way and in a change later on that might be something that's needed mm. okay. so perfect yeah. examples like we don't have the bananas that we used to have like 50 years ago because mm. that was one species of bananas that got really really high a plague came and basically killed all of those plants. So yeah. we don't have those bananas anymore. We have different bananas. So like when you get candy that's banana flavored, that's the flavor that bananas used to actually have when you buy a banana in the store. It's obviously mm. not true anymore. And that's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was, I, I was talking, looking at that the other day. Very interesting. Yeah. In, very interesting. Okay. We might, okay, and cool. also like the bananas we have now, they might get wiped out too, and then we'll be stuffed. We got no more bananas. That's true. No more bananas. No bananas. The world without bananas is not a world out. Yeah, Where true. do you morally that, stand on that issue? That, yeah. that would be bananas. We're done. That would just be bananas. Yeah, it's all right. I can make them jokes. <laughs> nice. Um, um, I think we wanted to move really quickly to our last yeah. topic before some uh, um, chat questions, which we've got. Well, we've got heaps now. Okay, good. Um, oh, cool. Oh, okay. First, uh, oh, okay. Let's go to this topic. So, um, uh, cry, cry vengeance was meant to be here, and he had to get called away for emergency. So, he's not, unfortunately. We hope he's doing all right. But, um, he asked, um, do we have free will, and does this change the way we see morality? I guess. And, um, mm. and I have also looked at, I looked into this a little bit, and the um argument for like hardcore determinism or hard determinism, I think you'd say. Is 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 almost impossible to refute, other than basically just saying it feels a lot like we can do whatever the hell we want, right? So, so um, it's, um, can you clarify that just a little bit more, sorry? So, like, um, 
uh, a, a deterministic way of looking at the world would be like we are, um, we're set in motion basically each. Um, and if you, you reduce yep. it all the way down to physics um, and also like individual choices and whatever, um, mm -hmm. there's so much like behind, like if you, if you kick a ball, it's going to continue on in this direction until it gets affected in this way. Um, that those rules also apply for people, except mm -hmm. that um, people would put in there the clause like we are also individual agents over our bodies and our minds. So, okay, it yeah. feels like we're. So I definitely believe in free will because, and it and it comes down to like hey, the only way you can think about this is from the personal perspective right because i'm not i'm not in anyone else you know maybe mm. you guys are all robots you know who, mm. who are, have no free will there's literally there's no way for me to know that for like for certain so the only way for me to talk about this is from my own perspective but i have like i i've changed my mind several times on a lot of topics where i i i believe i believe one thing and then i i've found out information and i've changed my mind and then i've found out more information and i've changed my mind and so because of that like kind of like i like snip snappiness of myself that's kind of like why <coughs> i believe that i have free will i see i would almost say that's an argument against free will yeah, yeah. because yeah. Okay. what you're saying is that. yeah when things come and change your mind when you get new information mm. then things are coming and changing your mind, which means that that okay. is more Sorry, of a deterministic. Yeah. So you're, you're like a slave yeah, no, to no, that information, that new information. No, no, but not, not necessarily, but not necessarily changing. That's the thing, <laughs> you know, like sometimes I read information and it's, and, and I don't change my mind. Why? Because Why, like in, in a situation like that, I can know. you think of an example? Like, so, uh, all right. So, for example, like we can talk about veganism. Yeah, I know, or or, or genocide. <laughs> Wait, you changed um, your mind on genocide? <laughs> no, 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 no. Sorry, I was just, because the things the things I always talk about. Well, you learn about this great guy called Hitler. Yeah. Like, so like. But why does it why does it come down to why I changed my mind and not that I changed my mind? Because, because I would someone else that... or something else didn't change my mind for me. I decided to change my mind. Yeah, but I would argue that that did change your mind. <laughs> it's very uh, like um, it. reductionist in nature. You have to you have to look yeah. at each individual thing as so. Um, let's say I was deciding to eat dinner today and, but, mm. um, I've got all the options in the world. Right. But really mm. I don't because I am a vegetarian. So that narrows my options already. I've got, you know, like, like there's heaps of different, um, what would you call it? Like, uh, influences that, that mean I've, I've got a certain, um, way in which I'm, I'm going to choose what happens. That would be a determinist. Argument. No, no, yeah, but like you, <coughs> but to get to the, like to the way that you got all of those things was by choosing them, right? I, I, I know it feels very much like, uh, no, because like, chose. and I think, I think the thing is like, you can be, you can be influenced by these things. All right. But then the, at the end of the day, you have to, 
do one thing or another thing. So like it's, it's, in, the, it's in the action. I, I feel like the free will is in the action, right? You know, would like you say consciousness is the driver of free will because you are conscious, then you do have free will. Mm, is that what no, you're saying? No, no, I'm, 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 I think I'm leaning more towards like kind of what I was getting at there was like, I'm just kind of like thinking this through a little bit uh, as I go, but like, mm. like in, it's in, it's in what you choose, like what you end up doing in the end. So like, it's all very well if you're just trying to like run it around in circles in your head and trying to think about like, you know, do I have free will, you know, and like, oh, I'm being influenced by these things and all this kind of stuff. But then, but then when you, you make the action to not eat vegan and it actually turns into something that you've done, I feel like that's when it becomes that you, you've, you've, actually acted on acted in of free will yeah well it most certainly feels that way but um, um it depends what you see free will is like like oh like at, at an extreme case like like out of free will i don't i just don't want to eat ever again mm. you know what i mean i i just don't want to but like is that is that going to happen probably not Exactly, just because I don't want to eat anymore, I'm going to be that hungry that I will want to eat it. You know, I don't know. It depends on whether or not your desire to survive. Yeah. To not eat, (laughs) I guess. Yeah. Mm, Yeah. Is it it morally virtuous to continue? So the the argument could go, like, well, I think the argument can go against free will on every single, Hmm. every single thing that you do. that you're a slave to your experiences, your what? I don't know. It's it's very I, see. It's I feel a bad like, I feel like <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'm not a slave to my experiences. I don't know. I don't know why, but I like I and it, and and once again, I come. I keep coming back to the like snip snappiness of of myself, you know, and like and the fact that like man, I, I can experience so many things, but like in any given moment, it's kind of like okay. So right now, with like my whole the whole vegan thing, all right. I'm, I'm still, even though I like, I know all the facts and, and like, um, like I really enjoy me. I still really enjoy meat, but like, I don't really care about animal rights, but I, I do like, I dislike that, that they're, they're um, mistreated. And so, so I have all these like really conflicting views, but then when it comes down to it in the moment, I have to act on whether or not I eat meat or not or animal products or not and like Mm. it like the fact that i like the the other day i i said to someone hey um like oh you're getting a coffee get me a flat white and i forgot (laughs) i forgot that i i forgot that i was trying to be vegan you know and so they bought me a flat white and i was drinking it and i was like i was like oh my goodness this is milk in it and then i was like well you've gotten me the coffee like i'm not just gonna throw it out and I need the coffee, so I drank it, you know? And so in that <laughs> sense, I wasn't I wasn't a slave to my influences mm. because my influences were that I want to I want to be vegan. I've read everything, I'm trying to be vegan. However, when I chose in that moment to not be a vegan because because I chose to. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you could, that, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's probably the best example you've used yet. Okay. All right. Cool. That was a good one. You can kind of like um, put, you could think of it as like a giant equation. And I'm also the same. Like, I don't think we're, I'm not like a hard determinist. I feel like Mm. Um, you have a giant equation for why you chose to drink that coffee and 
um, your friend didn't know you were a vegetarian that goes uh, a vegan so that goes into it and you are a vegan so maybe I don't know where you're drinking whatever anyway there's all these different um, variables that go into the equation and then what comes out at the end is um, what ends up happening right but um, I think that you have the little clause in there in a way where we are agents we, we have our own mind and um, that I guess determinists would argue that that our mind it can be even reduced down to um, experience and um, all of these variables that go into the equation but um it's it for like i think at the very least we're a lot less free than we think we are so mm -hmm. this is a big reason why i don't have huge expectations of people who come out of um uh like a quite a terrible home life or or like a um if they're born into a really bad situation or whatever it's well, you're um, seeing firsthand the youth <laughs> yeah that's so. yeah that too and like <laughs> And like a lot of people um, are like, well, you know, just go get a bloody job, you know, but like it's, um, it's, it's, everything's not as free. Everything's, everyone's way more nuanced than we, than we think it is. I think everything's way more set in motion than we think. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And that's definitely, that's definitely the case because like, like I, I definitely agree that we have all these influences, outside influences, all the experiences that have like kind of shaped us, but, but I feel like they, they, they shape us through us making free will decisions about them you know yeah. because and, and it's kind of like so you're you're presented with the information something that can that is influencing you right but then you have to decide in what what like you decide in what way it influences you you know and yeah. like, so, and so you're gonna, so you're saying how you're going to act on it you know there, there, there's a ton there's a tunnel here with like a little buffer around it and so your free will is you can go into that buffer, but you can't go outside of that. Hmm. I think that's what the con consensus of free free will is. That even skeptics or whatever that yeah. you still got to go in the right this same direction, and you can okay. you, you, right. you you can stray so, little tiny bits. So the whole but like a free will let's call it a, a free will one eighty is impossible. Um yeah pretty much. <laughs> um I mean you could. You could say that it'd have to have a certain, like a, a very small set of circumstances that would happen. <clears throat> yeah, a lot of stuff would have to line up, and yeah, and that's kind of like what you're saying is like, like I, I'm influenced in such a way by so many things to eat food, you know, because mm -hmm. of um, my 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 survival instinct and all this kind of yeah. stuff. So to do a complete 180, a free will 180, and be like, I am never going to eat food yeah, ever again. Yeah. It's like impossible. And and it, yeah, yeah, it's okay. it's but not it's not actually impossible, but it it is to a certain very like, unlikely. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so yeah. um, if I can go back one more time to uh, maybe another determinist argument that would sway you is okay. when we were talking about where you get from. Yes, okay. uh, we I think we generally agreed that initially you get them from your family mm -hmm. and then after that you get them from situations that you run across and things that you yep right okay so uh would you agree that your initial morals are a, a result of your own they are more imposed on you by your parents and your family or whoever's I or, or would, would you say, say that? that you still have to 
you still have to decide. Like you still have to choose with your free will to follow that moral or not. Okay. I feel like there, there might be, they might be a stronger influence. <coughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. However, I think at the end of the day, because like you've got like, for example, someone that's like, uh, like a sociopath or whatever, or someone that like, can't um, like, like feel empathy towards other people. If they're told, um, if they're told, uh, I suppose that's harder because then it's like, well, they're a sociopath, but then isn't that sociopath who they are? So that, that when they go, when they make a, no, no, that's ignore what free I will, isn't yeah. it? So like they're, 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 that, them being a sociopath, take that out of the equation completely because like that, <laughs> so but they, they, if they, if they're that kind of person that can't feel empathy, you know, then they, even though they're getting this really strong influence from their parents saying, like uh, or like from from someone being like ouch like that really hurt like you really hurt me by doing that they don't feel any of that they can't feel that so then that influence so then what am i trying to say that influence Um, doesn't exist for them because it's not a factor and they still are making that decision is that what you're trying to say yeah kind of yeah like they're, they're, they're still yeah yeah like i don't know okay. i feel like you're presented with influences some of them are stronger than others they and so, if, you're, so, if you're a really weak-willed person it's kind of like it's kind of like um like uh social pressure you know or like um mm-hmm. not bullying what like um peer pressure you know mm. like the, the 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 influence is strong but like you still you still decide you know you, like it doesn't not everybody when they're put in a situation where they're like like their friends are smoking weed or whatever go and they're like hey like we're passing this around the circle and then it comes to you not every single person goes mm, cool pass it on to the next person that you know good like, yeah yeah like like okay, i i i'm better clip that i'm tripping over Lip. myself here but like I, yeah. yeah i feel like the, the trying to argue that free will doesn't exist is like is 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 impossible. Well, it feels. Well, it, just, it just feels very much like we're to yeah. make the argument about it. I don't know. Like you, uh, yeah. how um, can how can it, someone it, it, who, I think, who I think makes prefer, a decision? They, like, how can you, as a human being, who who makes decisions and changes their mind and does all these things, how can you possibly take yourself outside of the fact that you have free will? Like, it's oh, kind of like one of those. No, it's kind of like one of those yeah, things. Where it's like, you could, I don't you know go, about you God. Could go back as far as you want and go. Oh, you you um. Um, only have a certain amount of free will because you're a human. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's totally know, reductionist. You, can, you have to keep going yeah. down and down, and um, it's probably maybe we should do another podcast on it because it's, it can be <laughs> free can, will. Yeah, and the worst thing is you got to define what what is free will and the level that yeah. you're yep. talking about. Like a hundred percent free will obviously doesn't exist because you mm. were born as what. Mm. I guess that's another thing. It's very yeah. hard to say. Those yeah, like, also seem to be a dog. They yeah, seem mutually right. exclusive as well. Um, being oh, some people. Like, can I, well. can I yeah. choose to be a dog? Have, have you seen on the internet? Woke. You probably can. Yeah, if you want, no? yeah I am a dog. Oh <laughs> All right, we should get to some chat <laughs> questions while we. Oh my gosh! Sorry. Well, before what, we get crazy, for a dude called Woke, he runs over dogs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he doesn't <laughs> like dogs. Yeah. <laughs> um, sorry, Slow, fresh. Got him. Got him. Sorry, fresh. <laughs> 
Um, okay, okay. We got a few chat questions before we wrap up. Um, Curiosity has asked, uh, number one, would you, would you kill one person to save five people? Just a flat out question like that. Okay. So let's just go around. Yeah, like, let's just go yes or no for this one. So, Woke, you go first. Yes. Yep, slow. In a situation, yes. In a situation, no. <laughs> I know, it's, it's, it's hard to like. If, if this out. person was directly going to kill five people, I yep. would kill him. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's. But if Mr. it's yeah. a different way, I would. Yeah. Events? Um, I. I feel the same way about it as slow. Um, my my initial response is no, I would not kill the one person to people um, unless I've got more information that changes my mind. Yeah. See, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm the same. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm the opposite. I think in every situation, choose to save. Yeah, I'll, I'll go yes, almost every situation too. Um, um, curiosity also asked, number two, fun. I was watching an anime called Psychopaths where the police yes. kept the citizens oh, yeah, under yeah. control by using machines to test their mental state. If they were going to crazy, they would be arrested. Um, even if they did nothing wrong. What do you think of this? Is this... A oh, okay, okay. Uh, that's, oh, like this big, is, that's a big argument of intention. Like, yeah, it's like Minority yeah, Report. Have you guys seen that? And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, explain well, that and one more time. Sorry. I'm so, so basically, the question is, if someone's intention... So are we... We actually... I was watching a video about this on Streamwork and you were like, um, something about the situation. So do we yeah, judge yeah. people as morally virtuous or um, abhorrent based on their intention or based on the act? So if someone is going to kill someone... But they don't get to do it is that wrong if someone um accidentally kills someone without intending to do it is that wrong or, or is it is either of those uh better than the other one what do you what do you reckon is <laughs> so that the right way to frame that actually this is Absolutely. actually an argument um about determinism free will and free will I think. Yeah, yeah yeah because if you are arresting someone like this this just sounds a lot like men where like People yep. get arrested before they carry out the act. Yep, yep. And I think if that happens, then, and if you're okay with that, then that makes you a determinist because what you're saying at that point, that person does not have the free will to not carry out the action because they've already got it in their head that they're going to. But like, it's impossible for them to say at the last second, you know what, maybe this isn't the best idea. I'll read some maybe. Mm. So I think. It's interesting how that kind of ties back into the conversation that we were. Just yeah, yeah, I know, totally. <laughs> Didn't yeah. even see that coming. And I, I'm not okay with it, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I think, I think that until, 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 once again, this comes down to kind of what I was saying about actions. Like your your free will is put in place by your like your actions, right? So like you you until you actually kill somebody, you, it's it's all just you're figuring things out in your head mm. you know and if and and i definitely think that if you start policing based on what people are trying to like sort out in their head then like that is like it's a pretty crazy very, area to go yeah, yeah. but yeah yeah you gotta go yeah but you gotta go to a point like let's <laughs> say someone's got a gun pointed to someone's head mm. and the police are there saying put yes, the gun but, down yeah. yes but and then they then he put the gun down and then they shoot him they go you, you can't gonna, argue yeah. the point that oh he might have decided not to. <laughs> no 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 but yeah, in, in that in that situation yeah. they've already decided to act in some way not they yeah. haven't murdered someone so when you arrest that person they would not be charged with murder yeah but right. attempted murder yes i actually still don't <laughs> think they'll be they wouldn't be charged with attempted murder. 
In the US, they would. Really? Yeah, I don't what do you mean? Yeah, yeah. If they got it, attempted murder would be fight once you fire the gun. No, I think that if even they, if you miss, I'm pretty sure if they've got a plan, if you've got a plan to murder someone and you've and you've followed it through to that point, yeah. I'm pretty sure you get charged with second degree. Well, what yeah. was it? You've got second degree attempted murder. Yeah, no, but then how do you? You've got to be able to prove that plan. Like, sorry, we're getting into we're so, getting yeah. into yeah. of the situation. So for but, that, you've got, to, you've got to be able to prove intent and motive. Okay. And yeah. at that point. Yeah, so so so, <laughs> so they're guilty of something is what I was getting yeah. at. Sorry, yeah. is that that so? And they've already acted in some way. Yeah. It would be like it would be like um, terrorism, for example. When you go online and you start researching bombs, all right, how to create a bomb, you've already started to act. You're not guilty oh. yet of blowing people up. Nah, see, that's where right. I don't reckon the line's drawn there yet. No, no, no I, I, I think so. I like how to. And I'm not saying, and I'm not saying that you're guilty of terrorism if you go online and you bomb, but you've already started to act in some way, and you could be like you're, you've you've started down the path. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying you're guilty of terrorism at that point, but every next action that you take towards the goal gets you further and further, and you can get charged with yeah. more and more. You know what I mean? Wait, mm, yeah. it's, a, yeah. it's harder to argue. But it's about it's about actions. It's not about thoughts. All right, so yeah, like yeah. you can think about blowing yeah, someone up, physical, physical evidence, and you yeah. can yeah. really, really want to blow someone up, <laughs> but but until you until you start making actions to make that goal a reality, that thought a reality, you have not. Like started. for example, learning how to make a bomb, getting mm. the material, putting getting it the together. Materials. Yeah, you know, like, like one, yeah. like if you're arrested with bombs and plans to execute a bomb thing in your house, you can be mm. charged with terrorism. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. so, so it's like, it, it's, it's about actions. You yeah. Know? And that's where I, I got into that whole free <laughs> will thing is that like free will is about how you put your thoughts into action. I think you I was actually saying that on the last podcast that it's impossible to actually tell exactly what someone's thinking, right? You can't, you, if we no. could, then we would be able to charge them for that because then you'd be able to tell exactly what's going on. I think we yeah, have to inductively reason. We have to use yeah. all of the different things, their actions, everything available to us, all of their past history to say this is what's going on and this is their intent. Kind of yeah, but you can't you can't say that um, you can't say that in that situation where you can know their thoughts because of the way that we work, humans work. Yeah, you can't say that thought is action. No, no, that's right. So that's why they use everything. So like if you if they didn't go through with the murder, but all of their um, actions are leading up to it and then you'd be able to also inductively reason that their thoughts are, their intention is to murder this person. Never going to know that for sure, but you know that their intent is to do that. That's what, yeah. how people yeah. get charged. But then, yeah. but then, for example, they wouldn't be charged with murder. They would be charged with, sorry, what did you say? You cut out for a second. You're, you're basing that, that, um, uh, I lost the word, but you're basing the idea that they're going, they're, you're basing uh, assumption of intent on their actual actions, yeah. which I think is kind of where woke is. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. And you obviously need the motive as well. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then we get down to how we uh, charge people. I think. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, think, we worked it out, guys. That, and I think that's why they made the laws that you need all that stuff and then they can get <laughs> yep. charged. So. And then you can get a conviction. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yep. All right. Next question so, from Greavesy is, um, I don't know much about this, but he said, Weak. someone wrote RIP like R-I-P, on an Ivan Milat died post on Facebook. And then the guy got roasted to the point that Nine News deleted their comment. Do you think that Rest was morally... Peace. Do you think that was morally correct? Um, 
of his uh, post. So if, was it morally correct for him to delete his post that says RIP? Who is Ivan Malat? I didn't see that. Ivan Malat was the guy. Um, was he the guy up who who like murdered all those backpacks? Yeah. Uh, in Australia? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and like um, they were like hitchhikers or whatever, and he would come up and like murder them. Right. Okay. So someone I'm said rip on his post. Sure. He was probably like the most evil person. Yeah, backpacker murderer. Backpacker murderer. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, so, 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 someone on Facebook on an Ivan Malat news post about how he died in prison. See, died in prison today or yesterday. Must have. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then someone put commented "R.I.P.", yep. which means "Rest in peace." Yeah. And the the question is: Is it morally wrong of him to have posted it? Or is it morally wrong of Channel Nine to have deleted it? To have deleted it, I guess both. We could argue. Oh, is both. it is it morally or ethically wrong for them to have deleted? Yeah, I mean that's like a huge can of worms. <laughs> I mean, well, well R.I.P. Yeah. on the internet has different context. Exactly. Yeah, does, there's yeah. so much different context yeah. to that. He could have been using it in the sense of like, like, um, thank God this person's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, that, and that it, and it can be like used that. in that context. And like to be honest, even if he had to put it on there in terms of like, well, rest in peace. Like you just say that over the dead, right? Mm. Like it doesn't matter if they're a terrible person. You know, terrible people still get gravestones with like there's some someone in the world would have loved that guy you know like i'm sure somewhere like he has a mum you know he has to have a mum and a dad mm -hmm. you know like i don't know I, I i think that i think that like he's dead and like i don't know like should he have gotten heaps of hate about it i don't think so i think i don't think so it should have yeah, just leave, been ignored there, him, there's, yeah. there's a lot stupider yeah, things yeah. that i see on the internet oh my god yeah. yes <laughs> yeah I, I, that's i think the thing is it should have just been a and it got blown up and yeah that's and then, what makes it worse and that's what makes Channel Nine have to take a stance on it. Is not necessarily said no, that everybody's comments, yeah. but everybody's um, comments on what he said and, is and why they deleted and, it and why and because people see it in that context because they find it as an opportunity to get on their high horse on the subject. Mm, yeah, this yeah. is what I was talking and about. Now we're coming down to know? the dilemma of social yeah. media and yeah. like yeah. how toxic it is. Like let's let's talk about that. Yeah, time, yeah. yeah. yeah that's yeah. that's a whole other can of worms too. Yeah. <laughs> so many. Do you have any other chat questions? questions? Yeah. Um. That's that's all. We're done. Ooh. We can wrap up, ladies, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. All right. So so obviously, uh, like, there's this is like a crazy topic that like has so many nuances, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and like you can like Which obviously it, there, it there's there's entire answers. degrees there's entire degrees that revolve around this topic you know what i mean so so i don't i never thought that we were going to get to the bottom of everything in anything yeah yeah we went through like, like three dot points <laughs> yeah exactly um oh, oh he's go. got the degree yeah. <laughs> right. oh man i thought he was faking Michigan this whole University. time <laughs> wmu classic um so like I, I definitely think that but i think that what we can i i definitely have come to the terms of like like everything is once again i, I say this a lot but everything is nuanced everything you need to take into account like circumstances surrounding the situation and that what people are in and what influences that, that they've had on them and like really get information on what's going on before you can like decide if something's morally accurate or morally not i don't know and 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 different situations morals apply in different ways and all this kind of stuff and i don't think i don't think there's one way where you can say with 100% certainty that this is going to be applied the exact same way every single time, no matter what. Yeah, that's right. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, maybe I disagree. I don't know well, how well, you frame that. Well, they obviously way. they obviously make laws and stuff, so that has to be applied in an individual way. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yes, I know. But I'm not. I'm not talking about laws. I'm talking about like. Yeah. Laws. I don't think that there's. I don't think that there's one way that you can say. I know. I, I don't want to get into. Yeah. I feel like no one, no one at any point during this podcast has said that there is a moral, like some sort of moral or ethic that will 100%, no matter what, be applied in the exact same way, no matter the situation or circumstances. No, because it's always situational. Yeah. Yeah. Every situation, you got to look at the um, what's going on. Yeah, right. Information like is it, power. Yeah. So, sorry, I thought I wasn't saying something like that no one would agree with there, and then Fresh was like, mm. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know what you were saying for a little bit, but I get, okay, I get cool. it. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> so, yeah. I um, just want to throw out there if you guys like this kind of I highly recommend Place, the TV show. So oh, no, sorry, you, you cut out a little season. bit. You highly recommend what? Um, Happy Place? The good, the oh, the good, oh, the place, good place. place. Yeah, yep. right. Um, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That is what this show is. is okay. Like, or, I'm sorry, other way around. This is what that show is. Yeah, yeah. It's like this kind <laughs> of discussion, except in story. So if nice. you like it, check that out. What's it on? Yeah. Which which platform? Netflix? Uh, it's on Hulu. Hulu? Okay. Um, well, I, new episodes come out on Hulu as it comes out on TV, I believe. Okay. Uh, but the previous, the first three seasons are on Netflix currently. Yeah. Um, yeah. For US, at least. All right, cool. Netflix. But they, they are on like the major streaming services. Look yeah. around. Your, your area definitely uh yeah awesome and i think that's a, that's about all we have uh time for today mm. ladies and gentlemen uh yep. so do you want to shout yourselves yes. out uh guys maybe you start with slow nah, where can we good. find you <laughs> doesn't want to do, doesn't want to do it nah it's all good all good, <laughs> all good. Well, check him out tv slash sladeo you can check him yeah. out everyone 100%. and his twitter is sladeo 36 or something what is it sladeo mate 26 26 if you, if you like what you've heard wait where are you if you like what you've heard here <laughs> yeah follow him on twitter you get more of it <laughs> no nah, not really mr events um, where can we find you who am i where i'm from i'm sorry <laughs> um, I, I don't stream or anything i'm just here uh like once a month probably yeah about wait, are you on, just are you it on depends twitter? on the topic i feel like we covered this so much he's like, on twitter i yeah. am on twitter but i don't do anything with twitter because i need oh, it for Look, streaming mate, you should no, be you famous should, get get famous hurry come up. and like <laughs> and 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 morally judge everything that i say and do yeah challenge me on everything that i say and do you can be our, our guide can I be a mod in your street but yes like, I moderate you. Moderate us. Yeah. <laughs> Ethically. You said this. Um, maybe, maybe you could reconsider. Please, please I like reconsider. It. I like it. Please, please. Yeah, do. You can, you can like muted. Yeah, yeah. You can have the mute button here when I start getting on a rant. Like, oh, geez, no, we don't want that. When he changes his mind about genocide. <laughs> snip, Free snap, will. Snip, snap. Free will. I like it. I know. Um. Yeah. Anyway. Uh. Cool. Where can we find you, Woke? Uh, yep, obviously Twitch, uh, Mr. Woke TV, Twitter, Mr. Woke TV, Instagram, Mr. Woke TV, um, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can uh, you can find this podcast on pretty much every podcast platform. You just go look for platform. the Freshly Awakened podcast, and definitely it'll come up. Check it out. Um, and, uh, yeah, and we'll see you guys in a couple of weeks for the next podcast. Catch you boom. later. Boom, baby. Peace.